Blog Talk Radio.
Well, good evening, everybody, <laughs> and greetings from wherever you are. You may be listening from the hills and the hollows or the cities of the suburbs. I am Cool Mike in for Doc Jones, and I will be until right around the 11th. Tonight's show honors many thousands who today are coming home in groves. It's a great day for an awful lot of great Americans who... Uh, Some of them I'm sure never thought they'd see this day, but here they are, home sweet home, and they won't be going back for many of them. Today's show um, is in loving memory of the men of our United States Navy on board the USS Pickerel, that's SS-177 submarine, sank by the Japanese vessels north of Honshu on April the 3rd, 1943. Um, they were pronounced dead the following day, which basically was today is the anniversary. Um, April 4th, 1943, may they rest in peace and never forgotten. As always, in loving memory, we honor our veterans. Thousands of American heroes return home today after some have served up to five to 12 tours overseas. The war on terror or in Iraq They served with honor. They are heroes. It's at times out of control with happiness when they arrive, the joy as well as the jubilation upon arrival. Well, today what we did is we're going to play some of the recordings of the arrivals, and uh, some of it you can really hear and kind of take part in the jubilee of uh, the soldiers coming home. And there are also those body bags. We pay honor and we pay tribute with all the heroes welcomed as if they were walking off the airplane or the bus. Tonight, we stand by our troops, and we welcome them home, our loved ones on this day, a night where it's all about them, and it's not about politics. We play the music. We sing along with pride. We never forget those who have given us so much and asked for virtually nothing in return. Welcome home, heroes. Tonight on a C. Robert Jones conservative prime time. Well, anyway, the first to arrive, uh, I think, was last night, uh, 12-15, <laughs> the United States Army.
All right. <laughs> Continuing on, that is the U.S. Army fight song. And the... the uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Liberty's son said his grandfather was in the Navy. His father was in the Army. Well, special thanks to them, as always. Uh, vanishing breed of the World War II veterans. Many of them are gone. Oh, boy. Anyway, with that being said and done, let's talk about a little history. What's happened today in the world about history? April 4th, 1968. The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated on a hotel balcony in Memphis, Tennessee. The civil rights leader was 39. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. James Earl Ray, King's confessed assassin who later claimed his innocence, spends the rest of his life behind bars. 1841, in Washington, President William Henry Harrison dies of pneumonia just one month after his inauguration. Harrison is the first U.S. chief executive to die in office, and his presidency remains the briefest. 1974, in Cincinnati, Hank Aaron of the Atlanta Braves hits his 714th career home run, tying baseball great Babe Ruth's record. Aaron breaks that record days later. And 1928, the horizon leans forward, offering you space to place new steps of change. Maya Angelou, poet, writer, actress, and African-American activist, is born in St. Louis. Today in History, April 4th, Sandy Cozell, The Associated Press. All right, and tribute to uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, you know, so much going on in the world, you just tend to forget certain anniversaries and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm going to start off the story by um, honoring... A veteran and uh, a good old guy. It's a great story. Um, there's going to be several today that may bring some tears to your eyes, but that's what this is all about. It's a guy named Burt Brady. Listen to the good things he's done. Finally tonight, our person of the week. A man who believes that the first thing a soldier sees when returning to the United States is all important. They're glad to see us, and we're... Uh, tickled to death to see them, of course, because they're our, they're our heroes. Every morning for over a year now, Burt Brady gets up, fixes himself a cup of coffee, and heads over to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Not to fly anywhere, welcome home. but to welcome home American troops returning from Iraq and Afghanistan. I went 300 days last year. Brady, a 69-year-old veteran, is a member of the Welcome Home a Hero program, trying to make sure every soldier that comes through Dallas gets a special homecoming. And he's not alone when he goes. Brady has reached out to almost anyone who will join him. And we have people who only come on weekends, people who work. We have people who can't get there during the week. Schools, uh, kindergartens, Christian schools. We have a lot of support from the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Brady's goal is to make the soldiers feel appreciated and proud of their service. Specialist Rodriguez comes with a hug if you like. He's joined by many Vietnam and Korea vets who did not feel that, who did not get a warm homecoming. And they're making sure that it does not happen again, not to this generation of soldiers. 
we're not going to forget them. Uh, like a lot of Vietnam soldiers have been forgotten, we're not going to forget the soldiers of today. We owe it to them. They're doing a big job for us. When I came home in 1954, there was nobody, no nothing. You are the man. Thank you very much. We're so proud of you all. It's just really rewarding for me. You can't make 200 people happy and not do that. 95% of them are smiling. And you know, uh, you never can tell uh, if one of their buddies died in their arms yesterday. So you get all kinds of uh, emotions coming through the line. How do the soldiers feel? Uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> I'm just glad to be back. Sometimes it's overwhelming. It's incredible to see the support and everybody cheering them on. And... It's, it's just nice to be home. But, uh, I mean, we know they took uh, time out of their day. When asked why he does this, Brady recalls a moment he shared with one soldier. He said, Mr. I will never forget you. My heart was pounding like, like it was going to burst out of my chest. He said, it's, a, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me is, is the reception that I got. And so we choose Bert Brady and all the others who come out every day to welcome the troops home. They hand out cookies, but frankly, the smiles, the hugs, and the handshakes are a whole lot more important. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I've worked for all my life, and I had to Again, with just my family by my side, I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom, and we can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget.
Oh, that's awesome. That's Beyonce in a tribute to all of our troops of the United States Fighting Forces. All right, well, yes, we're going to honor the Navy. Congressman Jones, that's awesome. Just simply, simply awesome. There are a lot of people out there doing a lot of good things. Just, you know, we don't we don't hear a lot about them, but today's show is especially to honor the troops. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of honoring going on today. And uh, this is really cool. I got this off YouTube. Here is a uh, here's a individual when they were doing the changing of the guard to the tomb of the unknown soldier. And uh, there were some kids talking um, kind of loud while it was going on. And as most of us know, um, <laughs> they had to been tourists. But give a listen. This is pretty funny. It is a question that every 
created atmosphere of silence and respect at all times. Yes, he told them now, didn't he? today <laughs> not everyone did as good a job uh or not everyone excuse me let me let me start this over not everybody today walked off the plane and we still have to honor all of those uh, those who were in body bags they are never forgotten and this this show is also a great tribute to you you are getting a hero's welcome as well some limped off the plane as in this next case an emotional welcome home tonight for 19-year-old Maui Marine. Derek Kekoa Dow was injured during an ambush attack in Afghanistan, but tonight he is safe and back home. They gather tonight waving flags, holding signs welcoming their heroes home. We're here to celebrate his return from Afghanistan. He just turned 19 October 30th, and he went on his first tour and got injured, um, shot in his leg, and he's on his way home. 19-year-old Derek Kekoa Dow was shot in the leg during an ambush attack in Afghanistan. I feel great home. He was on his first tour of duty. Yeah, I was very lucky. Very lucky. Dow was welcomed at the airport this afternoon with cheers, lots of hugs, and love. The way I feel is I'm happy to see him, but... Also, my heart hurts for all his pain and suffering that he had to do to fight for freedom for our country. His mother says she and her family are proud of Garrett. I just ask that we show all our soldiers support and respect because it takes a very brave individual, somebody with courage and very unselfish, to fight for people that they don't really know. And Garrett's family says that they're very happy to have him back home, and they plan to help him in his recovery. Welcome back. Here's a great group uh, of people. I think that that last one, they were in uh, Hawaii. I'm, I'm really not sure. I didn't actually uh, detail them down. Uh, for those who know are familiar with switchboards, you know, I have a lot of room to write. So anyway, also uh, honoring another group, um, with all the honors that were taking place uh, effective midnight last night and still going on as we speak, there's a special group that honored a special group. Uh, they didn't get off the plane today or yesterday. They got off the plane quite a while ago. But you know what? They still deserve to be honored. Give a listen here. Tonight we honor 
an amazing flight of great, great heroes. The Oklahoma Honor Flight Experience does what its name implies. That is to show honor for the veterans of World War II. It began with a welcoming ceremony the night before a charter jet takes off for Washington, D.C. Veterans, your generation paid a steep price to preserve liberty. May we be good stewards and custodians of that liberty and be ready to defend it against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. The Reed Center in Midwest City was filled with family and friends there to send off their loved ones on their next mission, the inaugural Oklahoma Honor Flight. Former Governor George Nye was part of the crowd of veterans, along with Pearl Harbor survivors and other war heroes. There was a presentation of the colors by the governor's honor guard. Honor guard, hope, let faith present And veterans from every corner of the state were recognized one by one. James Alberti from Salina. Before the ceremony, the veterans and their families got to know each other and shared old war stories, bringing back old memories to the forefront. Awesome, good friends. So, you know, sorry, but I remember her. And uh, I don't know what you can say. I'm just more fortunate, I guess. But life goes on, and uh, we uh, we won. We paid a price. It's uh, it's not so bad now. David Barton was an Air Force pilot that flew 62 missions in the Second World War. How did you get your Purple Heart? How did you get that medal? Well, uh, I'm, I was a B-26 pilot, Martin Marauder, and uh, Christmas Eve of 1944, we uh, flew a raid on Griesack, Germany, and I think they won that day. We uh, lost our planes, so forth. And uh, I, I had a, a wound to the left hand, arm, and so forth uh, on the mission. Woody Hayes was not too far away during that time, but on a different mission. He was part of the Navy Seabees and remembers all too well the images of war. Well, what I remember most is whenever I got to going into London, it looked like a big brickyard. German had just got through bombing it all over. Then, and they hadn't got it really cleaned up at all. And it, and that, I remember that. And then all of, even this little town, it wasn't a small place, but it was a, it was small beside London. It, all the places looked like that. They just, Germans just come over and bombed whatever they wanted to. And but about the time we got over there, well, our Air Force got busy, and, and Britain too, and kind of shut them down. 
Hayes and the other 97 veterans will now get to visit the memorials in our nation's capital, dedicated in their honor for their service in World War II, an experience they are all looking forward to. I'm hoping to see what they're going to take us over to see, and now I'm going to see my great-granddaughter and her husband. In tomorrow's report, you'll see how he did get to meet with his granddaughter at the World War II Memorial and the whirlwind day that is ahead for these aging war heroes. For the Oklahoma News Report, I'm Angela Rosecrans. Wow. <laughs> yep, for sure, dear Hunter. CBs are a good group. Welcome to the C. Robert Jones Conservative Hour. We're ready to take our first break at the 1030 point, Eastern Standard Time, of course. Uh <laughs> Here's another tribute. Uh everybody chipped in today. This is uh Mission Hills School, which met um met the uh a group this afternoon and uh they were ready to sing for our troops. So these I think they're six or seven year old kids. Yeah. 
cool is that? <laughs> Mission Hills. Uh, tribute for the uh, returning people of Sportsville uh, Artillery School. Or our, our Sportsville Artillery. Wow. Is that really awesome? That is, the video of that is just so touching. I mean, it's just like I wish sometimes in some ways we were like blog TV. We could uh, play the video. Um, the members of HBO um, and their cast and crew um, also paying a great tribute um, in their re- in their um, in their show, The Pacific. Um, some very special people stepped in. I've actually contacted them already to see if they want to join us on Conservative Primetime as uh, some guests. They're members of a very great group, and give a listen what HBO has done while preparing for the film The Pacific, and some very special people got involved in this. The heroes welcome. I was in the Battle of Okinawa. I was at Pelilu, Palau, Angar, Iwo Jima. Q-15 engineers in the Philippines. It was an act of altruism to bring all these guys here. We're not forgetting what they did for us. To mark the premiere of HBO's new miniseries, The Pacific, World War II veterans who fought across that ocean were flown to our nation's capital by HBO along with Honor Flight Network, a group dedicated to bringing these American heroes to the World War II memorial for their very first time. I can't believe what's going on here. This is an unbelievable welcome. HBO teamed up with American Airlines and Marriott Hotels and Resorts to salute the vets. We call this the honor flight, but we could easily call it the humble flight because we are humbled to be in your presence. This reception brings tears to my eyes. Just to get to spend a day with folks that never asked for anything, never expected anything, and to give them a special day like that, just watch your faces and you'll pretty well sum it up. Coming in the airport into D.C. was one of the most inspirational things I've gone through. But it was great to know that Americans still cared. It was something. I'll never forget it. For them to finally get the recognition that they so richly deserve, it is such a privilege. I was in the United States Navy. I was on a tin can, which is a destroyer. Over 250 vets assembled on the mall for a wreath-laying ceremony and were joined by military personnel and government officials, along with some of the cast and the executive producers of the Pacific. When I first heard about this, I just thought it was the greatest idea in the world. Guys who would not be able to make the trip get to make the trip, and we do all the work for them? Well, that's just about the coolest thing I've ever heard. Each of us here shares a mission with HBO and its special guests, and that's a mission to ensure that future Americans never forget the difference that was made by those we salute today. Being able to honor the veterans with a wreath and by being able to praise them and remember them with our words, it's like one of the greatest days we've ever shared. A really a great event to see all these guys finally seeing the memorial that none of them had had a chance to see. Those of you here today who served your nation brought hope to the world with these four words. The Americans are coming. For a long time, uh, World War II veterans were reticent to talk about what happened back then. But now they're so proud of their memorial and feel like, by golly, we did make a difference. In fact, they saved the world for freedom and democracy. That's what they did. If uh, 
If I had to do over again, I'd do it. Words don't do it justice to describe what it's like to talk to a veteran, talk to a man who was there. It makes me feel very proud and honored that, uh, that everyone respects uh, what we did. Every time that you get to meet even one veteran, it's really special. So to have 250 here, that certainly means a lot. I still can't believe what went on today. I mean, it's just tremendous. We celebrate, we commemorate, we memorialize your stories so the world that you saved will never, never forget you. Wow. How cool was that? And yes, dear Hunter, the VFWs are, all those Legion posts, you go in there, these people are just so so humble, except for the bartenders. The bartenders always seem to be cranky old women. <laughs> oh, man. But always, a, what a great story, and what a great way to honor the heroes that the airlines would kick in along with the hotels. and uh, just, just a terrific, uh, terrific moment to honor those vanishing breeds. Um, alrighty, we have honored the Army, the Navy, and guess what? We are now going to do the United States Air Force song. songs are so so awesome all righty continuing on with the show just a uh quick uh note um hopefully jermaine is still listening would you post a link to our show for tonight we do have a show uh it's, a, it's going to start at eleven thirty, which is basically going to be about uh about 50 minutes from now five zero and tonight's topic is going to be um we're going to talk about a great group of um, working Federalists who went to Las Vegas and in four days they blew $820,000. And then we're going to talk about the president who uh, basically made some comments regarding the Supreme Court and uh, they want some answers. And the president uh, questioned whether or not they have the right to overturn <laughs> Anyway, we'll talk about that tonight. It's continuing on with this honor, great honor. I want to do the uh, read the um, read the storyline again. Today's show is in loving memory, dedicated to the men of our U.S. Navy on board the USS Pickerel, SS-177 submarine. It was sank by Japanese vessels north of Hanshu on April 3rd of 1943. Those on board were pronounced dead on April 4th, 1943. May they rest in peace and never be forgotten. 
Thousands of Americans' heroes return home today after some have served from five to 12 tours overseas. The war on terror, whether they served in Iraq or in Afghanistan, they are heroes. At times, the happiness and the jubilee upon their arrival was out of control excitement. And today we're going to play, we are playing music, we are playing recordings, honoring many of those who have come home. And there's also those who came home not walking or not in wheelchairs or in crutches and body bags. Today on the C. Robert Jones Conservative Hour with your host, Cool Mike, we are honoring them with a full military hero's welcome home. Tonight we stand with our troops and we welcome our loved ones home all day and all night. We are going to be full of pride. This day is about them, for people who give so much and ask nothing in return. Welcome home, girls, and God bless America. All righty, continuing on with our show, this next piece. <laughs> oh, it just keeps getting better and better and better. All right. We're going to play a group of Texans from the Panhandle. Um, some very, very proud Americans. <laughs> All right. Give a listen what how they welcomed some old veterans home. Welcome back. More than 80 veterans of America's wars were honored for their heroism with a paid trip to Washington, D.C. KAMR NBC Force Jessica Jenner went along and shows us what the honor flight meant to these local heroes. the nation's capital had as many stops as there are politicians in Washington. First stop, World War II Memorial, then the Korean War Memorial and the Air Force Memorial. Day two, Iwo Jima Memorial. A wreath laying at Arlington National Cemetery and the changing of the guards. Friday, day three, Vietnam Memorial and Lincoln Memorial. A stop at the Naval Memorial and then off to the nation's capital. But this trip was about much more than all the places and statues we saw. It was about the people those places honor. It's about 900 of us got off of that ship. And after five days, with no water, no food, lots of charts, on the 317 people picked up. Those 880 are still out there. All the heroes of this whole thing. I'm, I'm not one. I'm not a hero. We're the heroes. To me, it has been a very moving trip. I was in the Korean War, but I actually served in Germany. And I was in the Army, and I uh, was a cook and a mess sergeant. Served in the Pacific, 4th Marine Division, Marshal Saipan, Tinian, and Iwo Jima. Back in 1945, I graduated out of high school in the spring of 45, and was got my draft notice immediately because I just turned 18. But I saw this sign that said, Uncle Sam wants you. And I thought, great, somebody wants me. I was 13, almost 14. We were hauling uh, occupation troops overseas and bringing combat troops home. I've been trained sort of not to really show it, but I know the way I'm feeling today I haven't felt in for over 40 years. Well, it, I had to hold it. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you, you actually saw the flag being raised. Oh, yes, yes. 
So this was this was a lot to relive. Yes, it, it was, and it, it is. And uh, of course, I think after this, I feel a little better about some things. Washington, Jessica Janner, KAMR, NBC4 News. Wow. Indeed, indeed, Liberty Sun. The USN's Indianapolis top secret mission. Wow. There's a story within a story for another day, that's for sure. Some great, great heroes. Well, since this is the C. Robert Jones conservative report, if I think if he listens to the archives, He's really going to enjoy the show, but he's going to be saying something's missing. Well, no, not anymore, Doc. Here you go, and a tribute to uh, our wonderful, the wonderful host of the show, and honoring his military service in the Marine United States Marines. Robert Jones. So when Johnny comes marching home, here's an. Uh, this was a incredible scene. I believe this was at, at Atlanta, or maybe it was maybe it was Dulles in D.C. I'm not sure, but uh, every veteran was invited to come out to the airport to welcome home these veterans. Um, all kinds of people came out. I mean, there were just. It had to have been down south because the video is just amazing. Some of these girls were dressed up in old Southern-type uh, dresses, and they formed a line. And every veteran got to go through it, whether they were just getting off the plane um, from Iraq or Afghanistan or just everyone who showed up, just an amazing, 
an amazing uh, <laughs> oh man, just an amazing scene. Anyway, when Johnny comes marching home again. Finally tonight, our person of the week, a fitting choice for Memorial Day. He is proudly an old vet, the oldest of vets, the last soldier from what they call the Great War. And he still fights on behalf of the 4.7 million Americans who fought with him. Right from the start, very conscious of the war being a very serious situation. The war Frank Buckles is referring to is World War I. Today, at the age of 108, he is the only known living American veteran of that war. In 1917, Frank was too young to enlist, so he lied to the Army recruiter, although he doesn't much like the word lie. I didn't lie. I just misrepresented. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's misrepresentation worked, and he became a U.S. Army corporal. I went overseas in December 1917 on the Carpathia, the ship that came to the rescue of the Titanic. The Carpathia was bound for England, and that was not where young Frank wanted to go. I was told on the whole to get to France. A regular Army sergeant said, if you want to get into France in a hurry, you go into the ambulance cover. Frank had learned to drive on his family farm, and that got him to France. When the war ended, he was escorting Germans back to Germany. And then, at the outset of World War II, 1941, Frank was in Manila when the Japanese attacked 
and he spent three years in a prison camp there. Frank's service in World War I has been cited by senators. It's just uh, an honor to be in your presence. Applauded by presidents. Thank you very much for your patriotism and your love for America. And you'd think at 108, Frank's fighting days were behind him, but he is still fighting for a World War I memorial in Washington. Surprisingly, there isn't one. Only a dilapidated monument honoring D.C. residents who died fighting the war. I hope you'll have come to you And so we choose Frank Buckles. A bill to create a national World War I memorial on the Mall is right now pending in Congress. Wow. Well, if there's any kind of bailout we should do, it's definitely uh, honoring these uh, World War One veterans who uh, <laughs> really bailed us out in many, 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 many ways. Wow. This sure is something else. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, glad everybody uh, was here today. Uh, Sarah, thank you. You did a great job. Uh, mining the store there and uh, keeping an eye on uh, everything. Um, I thought of what song to close with today, and, well, what better song to close our show with than Lee Greenwood in person. Thanks for joining, everyone. Join us tomorrow night. I forgot what the subject's about tomorrow, but... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Join us tonight for conservative prime time. And then you can join me again tomorrow night. Um, I forgot what the topic's going to be, but it's, it's a real, real good one. Anyway, we'll see you at 1130 on conservative prime time with Jermaine. Thank you for joining us for this show. On behalf of the C. Robert Jones Conservative Hour, I am Cool Mike. God bless America. God bless our troops. Tomorrow all the things were gone I worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky star To be living here today But the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away
today, cause there ain't no doubt. 